Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Today's episode is covering all things hormone testing. So women who have endometriosis, heavy periods, painful periods, acne, missing periods should always get hormone testing done, okay, to look at that hormone metabolism. Where is your hormones going? How's it being broken down? What pathways is it using in the liver? So this is gonna be a lot of information today and to help you remember what I've learned because how do we remember what we learned? We put it into action. So this is why I've created a freebie for today's episode that will run you through everything I'm gonna teach you today and will give you tips on how you can put hormone testing into action. This episode is also sponsored by my upcoming 12-week program that gets women from symptoms to solutions, the Gut Hormone Solution. I'm so proud of this program and it kicks off early August and is only available to purchase for 10 days. So make sure you pre-register now by my website or the show notes to ensure you're the first to know when it is on sale. So where do we find answers for things when things don't feel quite right yet? Our blood tests from the GP have come back normal. Then what? So let's talk about whether you should test your hormones and what you may get from undertaking this testing. So what actually is a hormonal imbalance? How do you know when you need to do some hormone testing? Well, the most common one we see is estrogen dominance. So those heavy, long, painful periods, maybe acne around your chin, mood swings, cramping, being tired all day long. So periods of stress for a long time can cause this. Maybe it's that A-type personality where you go, 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 you're trying to get all the things done. Or if you've got long-term low cortisol levels, that can cause it as well. So there's a lot of things tying into imbalances with estrogen. The other things that we might see with a hormonal imbalance is those hair growth in the wrong places so it might be out of place so in your nipple your belly button or you might be losing hair hormonal imbalance can also look like that long ongoing fatigue so whether that's from cortisol whether that's from testosterone whether that's from your estrogen and progesterone being out of whack so there's a lot of different things that come under the title of a hormonal imbalance So what could impact this hormonal imbalance in you that might go, hey, you know what, I've got a few of those symptoms, I need to get some testing done. So things that impact hormone balance look like your blood sugar, your micronutrient density, your stress and your gut imbalances, okay? So blood sugar, if you're never satisfied between meals, you're always craving food, you might get the shakes if you don't eat enough, they all signify to me that something's going on with that blood sugar imbalance and that is going to cause hormonal imbalances so you really need to start with some of these four pillars. The other one is your micronutrient profile so hormones like progesterone need, and your thyroid hormones as well need essential ranges of micronutrients to actually develop these hormones. The other big one is stress. So cortisol, yes, it's going to dump all your nutrients, but also it is just 
so, so important in being balanced when you're trying to recover from a hormonal imbalance. So if your progesterone is really low, hey, maybe there's a bit of a cortisol still happening. Maybe cortisol is taking all that energy, all those nutrients, and your body's going, I'm in fight or flight mode, I'm not making progesterone. Then obviously gut imbalances, okay? This is key and you know that this is the root of everything I do. I focus on that gut imbalance first before we go on to those hormonal changes because gut imbalance impacts all those other key pillars of health. It impacts your blood sugar, it impacts your micronutrient density or micronutrient profile and it definitely impacts your internal and external stress. So let's jump into it. Hormone testing. What do we do? Where do we do? How do we start? So your GP will often do baseline measurement with serum testing, so that blood testing. But I like to use something more comprehensive like your Dutch testing by Dr. Carrie Jones. So blood testing is okay, but it's going to tell me the here and now rather than how things are being metabolized, how they're being created, and going to give me more functional markers to give me the root cause through urine testing rather than just looking at your blood. So blood's kind of a snapshot. I prefer to use it for retesting. Saliva testing can also be used, so I kind of call that your medium, your middle ground. Personally, I don't use it because I found the saliva was so hard to collect and everyone might be different, but I did find it tricky to produce that much saliva. It is better than blood. It's best used with progesterone and E2 uh, through your cycle. So Dutch testing or dried urine comprehensive hormone testing actually looks at your urinary metabolites. There's so much research about it. And if you jump onto the Dutch website or you search, you know, hashtag Dutch testing on Instagram, you're going to get a lot of information as well. So let's just have a quick talk about Dutch testing today. So we had the serum blood testing with your GP, which is kind of a baseline measure. We'll give you a snapshot. Still needs to be conducted at the right time in your cycle. You could do your saliva testing, which, you know, is a little bit more comprehensive, but can be tricky to undertake. And then we've got your Dutch testing where you pee on five strips, so five little paper strips over an afternoon, an evening, if you wake up in the night, morning and mid-morning, okay? So it's probably, it's the easiest one to do. You can do it at home. It's not too complicated. And it's going to look at your sex hormones, so your estrogen, your progesterone and your testosterone. So with estrogen, some of the common things we'll see on a Dutch test is that it might be in excess. So you might have those heavy, painful periods. You might get a lot of that cramping. You might get mood swings and you might get that acne around your period. When it's low, we might see uh, depression or hot flushes in women as well, especially as they might come into perimenopause. Now, you've got to remember that your body's either in reproduction state or it's not in reproduction state. So it doesn't have an in-between. So it's either on or it's off. And you've got to remember that with your hormones as well. Your body's either producing them or it's not, okay? And our hormones do fluctuate over your whole cycle. So we want to get you creating your hormones for yourself. So how do we jumpstart this if this is low? Well, if your ovaries don't want to create your own hormones, which was the massive struggle for me, our body, my body had shut off my ovaries and went, nope, you know what, not happening today, not tomorrow, not the next day, not until things come down with cortisol, okay? So we want to be assessing that and seeing where things are going wrong. 
Now progesterone, progesterone is going to produce your good mood. I call it the dark chocolate of your hormones, okay? It's it's super important, but it needs nutrients. It needs you to have low stress and you need to have good gut health to producing adequate levels of progesterone. When your progesterone is low, then you might see an excess in estrogen because there's nothing to counteract it, but you also might see uh, issues with your skin as well because like I said, progesterone is that happy hormone. If you haven't heard of the period repair manual, that's a book by Lara Bryden that I always recommend for women because it's got so much good information on how to uh, support your progesterone levels and to balance out those estrogen levels. Some women, if you talk to them, they might say that they felt great during pregnancy because they have such high progesterone levels as opposed to other times when they're cycling. Now, testosterone we need around, not in excess amounts, but you know, if it is, if there is too much of it, you might see that hair loss on your head, or you might see hair growth around your body. Maybe it presents as PCOS, so irregular periods. It just depends for everyone. If you've got low testosterone, then often you have that onset of fatigue and you can't repair tissues in your body. So you might not recover as well from exercise or you may not be able to build um, muscle very well. So the rise and fall of these hormones is what creates that menstrual bleed. So the Dutch is taken five to seven days after ovulation. So you might use ovulation strips to predict ovulation and then you pee on those strips and do your Dutch test. So each sex hormone has its own metabolism. Uh, estrogen is a really common one that I see that can get stuck with metabolism. So a few things to t check off for estrogen is, you know, what were your mum's periods like? Because things like high estrogen dominance or fibroids or endo can be uh, genetic. You also need to look at where estrogen is elevated in the two phases of the liver. Is it getting stuck in phase one? And those that have done a Dutch test will know that we want it to run down that 2OH pathway, not the 16 or the 4OH. So we want it running down that protective pathway and getting pushed out the body. Now, we can shift this through nutrition and lifestyle if that's not happening. But from phase one, we go into phase two and then it goes out the body. So in the phase two, we need to look at, okay, is it elevated here? Is phase two clearing estrogen properly? And we need to assess your genetic components. So things like MTHFR, but also your vitamin intake, because this is going to be really, really important. Now, if you are having these heavy, painful periods, these mood swings, acnes, you really need to assess these phases of the liver, which is why I really strongly recommend doing Dutch testing rather than cortisol and blood testing. So again, like I said, <laughs> there's so much information today, but I really want you guys to get a bit of an understanding on this as to why blood testing is, you know, the sort of base, but why urine hormone testing is going to give us so much more information, which is why I have created that freebie for you. So make sure you download it so you can understand what's going to be the best choice for you. Now, the other thing touched on in the Dutch, which is why I love it so much, is that it looks at your adrenals, okay? So are they under stress? Are you in that constant fight or flight mode? Are you having too much caffeine? Is there internal stress, external stress? So we'll be able to assess whether you've kind of got full adrenal fatigue, so your adrenals aren't inputting anything anymore, 
and or whether your adrenals are fine but you don't have any free cortisol coming around your body so again it looks at the metabolism issue whereas if you just got a serum blood test of cortisol it will just tell us what's racing around in your blood right here right now but won't actually tell me the function of your adrenal glands and what they're doing and lastly, the Dutch looks at organic acids. So these are useful when trying to assess hormone markers. So the main ones we look at are B6, B12, glutathione, your neurotransmitters, and melatonin. But for the sake of this podcast, I'll just touch on one nutrient. So let's talk about B6. It's not directly saying it's high or it's low, but it looks at how MMA binds to B6. So if this is high it means that it's not binding to that B vitamin, okay? So it's immediate information for us. So I want to know whether it's binding, whether you can use that vitamin, or whether it's just getting pushed out your body. So again, B6 and B12 are really important to know because they impact that phase one and that phase two of that liver detox. So it just does that full circle. So again, if you've got problems with your testosterone or your estrogen, this little snippet's going to tell you that, hey, there's something with B vitamins going on as well. So that's my summary of the Dutch test. And you can start to understand why I really, really love it. And I didn't even touch on all the components or all the things it can do. But I suggest checking out your website, sending me an email or talking to your practitioner, if you have one, about running a Dutch test so you can start to understand the root causes of your hormonal imbalances. So as always, my favorite method is to work on gut health first, then address the hormones because we know that the gut is key to all areas of health. Think back to those four pillars, your blood sugar, your vitamins, your minerals, your stress. Those things are all going to be impacted by the gut. So sometimes women just really want to run hormone testing and that's fine, but it can then indicate that we need to do some gut work or there are other gut imbalances going on that need to be addressed. So remember, if this sounds like you and you want to know more about hormone testing, go download that freebie from my website, have a look at the show notes and just reach out if you need some support because it is tricky and it's a real tricky area to navigate. So sending you lots of love and hoping to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.